Distinguished adventurers, welcome to an interlude in our story of magic and metal. Yes, that story. The one that is that one. totally from my brain and nowhere else. Yeah, this one. Uh, <laughs> we are having a little bit of a, a smaller session, a little tiny deviation that may or may not pay off later. Who knows? Uh, mm. I'm, I'm mercurial like that. I'm not a very good storyteller. Anyway. You are so, an excellent storyteller. <laughs> so thank you. So if you recall, last session, the group of Alfredo, Marine, Evelyn, and Grisham had just saved a small family and destroyed some reconnoitering annihilators and their drone companions. All of the metal is, is destroyed. All of the people have been saved. A message was received from the head of the Roanoke Academy of the Arcane, Professor Julian Fusselsnap, summoning everyone back for an important meeting. All of you have taken upon your broomsticks one or more of the family that, was, uh, that you have saved. And as you're flying back over ruined highways, forests that still seemingly haven't been touched, and the remnants of the, the countryside going back to the academy, at one point, Maureen and Grisham are flying close to each other. They catch each other's eye as they have been flying for a good couple of hours. <laughs> and, and, and for our listeners at home, uh, Maureen just <laughs> enthusiastically waved. And what did Grisham do? Just kind of put his hand up like that. <laughs> See, there may have been a thumbs up there, too. Maybe. Maybe like Orange Cassidy thumbs up like that much. Sure, sure. And, and for the audience at home, imagine, if you will, a thumbs up. Now, a full thumbs up. Fully erect, we'll say. Now, uh, lower it down a little bit, a little bit, until the, the meat of your thumb is just barely hitting your index finger. And that is the level of thumbs up that has been given. That was overly descriptive. Moving Saving on. Saving my energy for when I need it. <laughs> I can respect that. Oh, God, what was that show that Alan R Richman is on now? Reacher. Reacher. Fantastic show, by the way. He has the same philosophy. This is Jonathan, the Game Master, talking. He is very terse and uh, unemotional because he has that exact philosophy. He eats as much as he can when he can. He sleeps as much as he can when he can because he doesn't know when he's not going to be able to eat or sleep for a while. So, And he saves his energy for kicking ass. Reacher is a great show, by the way. It's, it's fun. Anyway. Moving on. Maybe maybe I'll rip it off so, uh, one of these days. We'll see. I may have to watch it if only because there's a, another D&D &D character that I play in an offline game that as you were describing it, I'm like, oh, that sounds like my character in a way. Oh, it, it really, okay. It's good. Also, if you decide, eh, I don't know if I have time to watch, there is a book series, a massive book series that Reacher is based on. And I believe, I don't even think the first season was the first book. But it was the book that made the most sense. And from what I understand, they're going to be bopping around in the series. They're, they're adapting the ones that make the most sense to adapt. Anyway. Anyway. Reacher's great. So as these two companions wave at each other, both of their memories go back to a time before their mission, their patrol, almost to the time of when they were first summoned to patrols, right before that. As they were leaving one of their classes, even though the world has ended mostly, the Roanoke Academy of the Arcane is fortunate enough to be defensible and still maintain a, a, <laughs> a class structure. A school structure, I guess I should say. Class structures, eh, fuck those. So you guys had been attending classes pretty regularly. You still are, 
Although now that you have proven yourselves as capable uh, spellcasters and adventurers, more or less, you guys are now getting sent out on patrols uh, more frequently. But before all of that, both of you had been attending class. This term in the past, it was the only class that you two had together. Teaching the class was someone that Maureen knows a, a bit and probably one of the professors that she had interacted with the most for reasons, Professor Hamilton Hauer, professor of chronomancy. Now, everyone is super excited to get into Professor Hauer's class. It is a tough, tough schedule edition. It's like you have to actually go back in time in order to be able to get ahead of the line. You two, however, got in. To your disappointment. Hmm. See, what nobody tells you about chronomancy is something that you find out within the first few weeks. And as your guys are both leaving one of your classes, you have just been told by Professor Hauer, there's not a lot to chronomancy. So chronomancy, yes, the, the study of time. I have, I, have, I have all these equations that I'm glad that both of you, Grisham top marks there uh, on your last assignment. Ah, oh, such a keen mind. Uh, uh, Maureen, uh, we'll, we'll talk later. But yes, anyway, follow up on these equations. Yeah, there's not a lot here to chronomancy. All right, class dismissed. Uh, Grisham and, and or, uh, Maureen, uh, Grisham, come here, come here. You want to see me teach? I'm so grabbing notes and everything. And Maureen is actually kind of excited to hear that there's not much because... Studying is hard. So, Grisham, you're, you're here because you got the top mark in the last, in the last quiz. Good job. I feel like you're privy, going to be privy to some of this, this knowledge here. Maureen, uh, I, I know what's going on with you. I mean, why you got to say it that way? Why, I, why I, you I'm sorry, it... I'm sorry. I just, uh, you know, I, I don't know how to approach it. There aren't... Should I be here for this? No, no, it's I fine. I mean, apparently you're going to be here now. Apparently he's just going to tell people. So, I mean, I mean, it's too late. It's too late now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, I, look, I, everyone else is gone. Grisham, yeah, stay, stay, please. Chronomancy is one of the most exciting sounding disciplines. I know, I know evocation sounds great. Abjuration, eh, a little boring, but uh, a necessary uh, study. Divination, uh, it's got some stuff there. But chronomancy, time is not something that is easily made or manipulated. No, really, it's not easily manipulated. Even the most powerful chronomancers have only been able to manipulate a second, mostly a fraction of a second. If you can turn back a clock even a sixteenth of a second, you're a master chronomancer. So is it a, is it a power thing? Is it, we just need more batteries? Is it like, is that the problem? There are some that theorize that yes, there is not enough arcane energy in the weave to do much more than this. Some even think that once there were chronomasters all over the world, and that through some sort of temporal war, chronomancy is now in the state we find it in. Limited. Fun. Especially if you can get that, that little tiny, tiny fraction of a second. Ooh, it's, 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 it's mind-boggling. But it's... And Grisham, the reason why you're here is because you seem to have a keen understanding of the equations behind it. But there are two sides to this. There's the equation, and then there is the power. Maureen, I think you know something a little of the power. 
See, you do things like that. Oh, say sorry, things God, like that. I forgot he was, yeah, I just was complimenting him and sorry, Grisham. Uh, no, you should compliment him. You absolutely should. But what I'm saying is like, if you're going to lead into something like that, just go ahead. Like if you're going to spill sorry, secrets, just sorry. spill secrets. Like you, you make it sound, and Maureen turns to Grisham and says, yeah, I've gone back in time. Okay. Very, very few people are gifted with the natural chronomancy talents. Most people, like me and Grisham, I'm sure if you if you continue your study in chronomancy, we can do you can do great things on paper. Grisham pulls out a tissue and wipes the teacher's nose and says, "You got something on there." Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I just get. I'm like Marine. I was born with a chronomancy power, and you experience a a skip. Powerful. See, that was it. Here, I'll do it again. And all of a sudden, Professor Howard is like five feet away from where he was. See? See? It's cool, right? Teleport teleportation is way more powerful. Uh, and there are more people that can do it. Not many more, but it, it, this this is about all you can get. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, people can teleport. But when you needed to have already teleport, that's that's where doing that can be really, really useful, right? It can be, yes. <sighs> I, I hope that for our future, that the, that the power of chronomancy is safe within the hands of the knowledgeable, and he motions to Grisham, and the hands of the responsible. What, why aren't you looking at me? I, I mean, am. You, you I'm, could do, I'm looking. I'm, you're okay. the respo- I'm motioning at the responsible. <gasps> Oh, wow, you're the first one. Okay. I know. Uh, Maureen, I I see something in you. It is something that I have seen since you first uh, stepped into the sorting boots. You were the only one of your class to demonstrate a natural chronomancy ability. I am the only professor at this school that has that ability. And even and mine does not hold a, hold a candle to yours. I mean, I only did like a second. That's more than most people. Grisham, you want to go back in time? Now that you know. The thing I keep thinking about is alchemy, right? People used to think alchemy was impossible. And then all this magic happens. And if it weren't for the fact that the world's about 88% over, we could probably flood some markets with some gold. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I believe my dad told me the technical term for this timey-wimey bullshit. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, let's go back in time. Let's do it. Uh, I- I'm ready to fire up the math. There had to be a reason I was doing uh, math worksheet workbooks from the age of three on. Yes, uh, we'll we'll consider this a little exercise and and see if between your equations and your natural ability, uh, you're able to to maybe do a second, maybe maybe a little more. I want you each to make a spell roll. All either brains or I'll say Grisham, you've got to roll brains. Okay. I'll say Marine can roll brains or grit. Oh, uh, well, I'm doing grit then. Let's let's roll some grit. It's a session. We have to have a dice roll, at least one. Oh, nice. Hey, I mean, it, it's a ten on my d10, but still, if it's a roll, roll again, I'll, I'll, I'll drink for those. Oh yeah, you that's right. I get to roll it. Ag- roll it yeah. again. Okay, here we go. Rolling again. Get another ten. Nope, that's a two. I mean, good but thing hey. you did. Like, there was a misprint in that workbook, because I, I only rolled a five. All right. So between you two, you were both 
able to to work out real quick and and you see that professor Howard is uh, oh yes yes i can't wait to see what you and as soon as grisham you finish one of the like you put the dot on one of the on one of the characters both you and marine all of a sudden you see you're out in the hall which has now been deserted for a while and you hear uh yes yes let's see what you can do and you hear uh yourselves muttering and then disappear. Did we do it? I think we did it. Hold on, wait. Are we here? Did we do it? Oh, well, that was a lot. I'm back in the room. Quickly, quickly. That was new. Do you get that tingly, that tingly feeling, like, just under your butt? Like, not in your actual butt, but, like, your thighs? Did you feel that? Did you feel that? That's what that is? Yeah, it's time. Whoa. Good Good job. Um, the the location is could use a little work. You, you weren't quite on target for, for staying in place, uh, wandering... While using chromomancy, <laughs> that that complicates things. Oh, even even for me, huh? But this this is good. I teach this class. People love this class. But in your cases, it, of of your classmates, you are the only two that I believe can actually use this power. Everyone will. Everyone else, they'll they'll turn in equations and get grades, and and uh, and it'll be fine. It'll go. It'll be a fun little course that they took. That you know, weird Professor Hauer. But both of you, you may have to use this gift, explore this gift, and maybe even one day teach this gift. But I don't want to put that on you. I just want to let you know what I have seen as the senior most Croto master of Roanoke. Okay. All right. Well, so what, 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 what do we do? What do we do? Like, it's only been a second. What, that's the thing. It's cool and it's real fun. But I haven't been able to figure out how to do it to, like I gave you the whole uh, thing before about how oh if you need to have had teleport and then you can go back in time and do the teleport and everything, but that takes like three seconds or something. So what what do you do in like one? Maybe change the world. And Marine just looks at Grisham, like he will have the answer to how to change the world in one second. Let's make some gold. <laughs> oh no! I'll pretend I didn't hear. La la la! That's a, that's a big no no. I I will pretend I didn't hear that. Maureen, remember in the history books when they found a way to make cold fusion work right before the world went to shit? Yeah. 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 So they didn't do it for very long, right? Like they were yeah. able to do it, and there were still all kinds of kinks to iron out, right? Yeah. Now I'm hoping it doesn't take a lifetime for us to crack this, but. It's 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 gonna be an incremental thing. Like you're gonna be able like when you when you're I guess when when you're working out, like you start off with five pounds, they go up to ten pounds, to fifteen pounds, and so on and so forth, right? Oh. It might be one of those things where the gains are incremental. Okay, all right. Uh, I I wasn't thinking about it that way. I I just thought I actually I didn't really think about it. I was just doing it. But that makes way more sense than just feeling tingly thighs. Although that does come with the territory. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, as I've as I've discussed, uh, time is still uh, master of all. So off you go and uh, make sure that you, uh, I, Grisham. I know you will probably finish the homework. Uh, don't feel uh, if you, if Maureen, if you need some help, go go see Grisham. He seems to have it down. I mean, that's that's basically how I live my life. <laughs> off you go, off you go. Remember, friends in time. And, and as you guys are shuffling out, uh, he's still in this classroom, and you hear, "Where'd my watch go?" 
And that's where we're And then as we're walking out, I'm holding a watch. And I go, okay, well, my sleight of hand is getting better too. Okay, hold on a second. Make a fleet roll. Let's. He may let you have it, and you can tell me what the watch looks like next time. What was the roll you wanted me to roll? Uh, let's say, what is it? Flight? Flight. We'll say flight. Okay. All right. I got D d12 in that. Let's do this. That's a one. Yep. Yep. I have a watch, you but have... he knows. He he looks out knowingly and a little wry smile. No, he, you guys are walking away, but he, he like has a little knowing smile as he pops back into his classroom. And that is where we will, we will end it for now. Wait, wait, wait. Before, before we go, I'm going to turn back to Grisham and I'm going to hand him... Please say it's a pocket watch. Did I get a pocket watch? Uh, I think, what did you roll again? You rolled a, a one. one. I think with a one mechanically, that would have been the, uh, you wouldn't have been able to get off a wristwatch. Yeah, yeah. So it's a pocket watch. It's kind of a, you know, it wasn't one with a chain. And he knew when I took it, but I got it. And I'm going to hand you this pocket watch. And I'm going to say, for making gold for later. And <laughs> Drew just smiles. And that's where we can leave off. I yes and you guys too much. <laughs> Should have been it. <laughs> nope, I love it. I love it. I love it. And now we go back to the future, which is a whole thing. And then Grisham has a has a stolen but accepted stolen pocket watch from the past. <laughs> I love that making gold is now code for time travel. Can I can I propose something to you? So you've talked about how we need to practice in order to get better at this. Can the pocket watch be the thing we practice with? So you have it. And so now I'm the one who needs to go back in time a second to grab it from you. And then you, when I have it, you're the one who has to go back in time a second to grab it from me. And that's how we practice as we grab the pocket watch in the past from each other. I'm not above a little symbolism. I want to, I'm going to call the episode that. I'm not above a little symbolism. (laughs) (laughs) And the other two, all they know is that we just keep trading pocket watches back and forth. Yeah, that's it. It's it's y'all's little thing. Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, then visit us at distinguishedadventurers.com. There you can find links to our podcast and social media, pictures and bios of our cast, info on our Patreon, and much more. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our Patreon patrons and extend a special thanks to our top-tier patrons. Thank you, Forrest from StabbyQuest, Jesse Florence, Nate Zakari, Rebecca, a.k.a. Bunny Monster, Sir Narvi and Sailor Tweak, John Adi, Linnea Boyev, Lori, a.k.a. Calamity Jane, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.